and welcome to episode 35 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn why work is a common sleep disruptor and some things to consider if this is impacting your life. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. So many people, unfortunately, build up a sleep issue, which is linked to work. So if this is you, you know, maybe you're thinking about the day's work when it's time to go to sleep. And this means it's taking you ages to get to sleep. Or perhaps you've noticed that your sleep is worse on nights when you've been at work or the nights when you're due to go to work the next day. Or maybe you wake in the middle of the night and all these thoughts just come flooding in about work and you end up thinking about work for hours in the night and then you just can't go back to sleep. So these are related but subtly different reasons why work is so commonly linked to sleep problems. And I wanted to talk through some of the reasons in case you know, you're going to find this relevant for you. So the first common reason is that the job that you do is stressful. So while you're at work, you're experiencing stress. And this doesn't have to mean that you don't like your job or it's stress generated by negative circumstances. You know, you know the word stress is, is kind of used in lots, lots of different contexts. So I don't mean it's necessarily a negative context. It can just be simply the stress generated by the amount of work you have to do or the pace at which you work, or maybe the level of responsibility or seniority that you have, you know, because of your work. And what can happen in these circumstances is that throughout the day, your body is triggering into the stress response. And this could be happening repeatedly throughout the day. And like we've talked about um, in previous episodes, it doesn't necessarily happen uh, that you're actually aware of it even happening repeatedly throughout the day. Now, when you trigger the stress response, you release cortisol and cortisol is meant to be helpful in the circumstance of feeling stressed because it is part of our fight or flight response. And as such, it assists us in dealing with that particular circumstance in that particular moment. So maybe it's an angry customer or a work colleague or a deadline or a webinar or you're doing a Facebook live. And all these circumstances can trigger the stress response in some people. And then the cortisol that's released as part of that, which, like I said, in theory, can be helpful in that moment. But then a problem can arise if we repeatedly trigger that stress response throughout the day. And as I say, scientists think that that's probably happening to a lot of us. So cortisol is meant to rise in our system in the moment and then it fades away but it does take a bit of time to wear off so if we trigger it and then you know half an hour later it's triggered again and then more cortisol is released the previous lot can still be circulating in our system and if this happens repeatedly throughout the day we can finish the working day with a build-up of cortisol now the problem with this is that cortisol inhibits sleep 
So if this happens to you, you can end up with sleep being inhibited right into the evening, which is right at the time when you want to allow yourself to become more relaxed and start to welcome sleep in. So instead, what could happen is that it's taking you a long time to go to sleep. Now, another way that work can impact sleep is that for some people, when they wake in the night, they start to think about work. And as soon as those thoughts rush in, you know, you feel yourself waking up and then as you wake up, you start to get sucked into the thoughts and then they take you off on this journey of thinking about work. Maybe this even goes on for a couple of hours before you can get back to sleep again. And if this is you, it could be that you're thinking about the actual work that you have to do or you've done in that day or if you have a lot on or there's something you've got to finish or something you didn't finish or it could be that you don't like work and you know you need to change jobs and that's playing on your mind and you feel stuck in the job you feel like you can't leave even though you want to or perhaps there's someone at work who's making work unpleasant or you feel self-conscious at work or you're worried you're not succeeding in your job in the way that you want to. So loads of different angles potentially. And for some of you, your mind will be taking you on a whole nightly wander through some or all of these problems. Now I have another episode on why your thoughts can keep you awake in the night. So if you're interested in this and you haven't listened to that one, I suggest you go back and do that. So psychologists think that work can be an important trigger for our worries and concerns which you know we know but I want to explain why because I think it's really interesting because most of our money um is generated via work in most of us our work is how we earn money and because we need money in our modern world to buy the things we need to live therefore work is directly linked to our survival so this is the kind of psychologist's view of why work is such a basis for worry. So if you're wondering why work seems to be a prominent feature in this kind of nightly wandering that you do through your thoughts, you might want to consider it from this angle. I find it really interesting that our minds are ultimately trying to help us survive. And in our modern lives, we can mentally connect work and our ability to to succeed at work with this really basic drive for survival and when you think of it for that angle you can see why potentially your mind thinks it's so important for you to be thinking about this in the middle of the night because it's important for survival and if we feel like there's a threat to survival then you know we need to get on and address that we need to think about that potentially so that can be a psychologist think one reason why we kind of have this um, attachment to thinking about work and why work can be such a trigger. So I've explained one reason why work can keep us from getting to sleep in the first place and one reason why work can prevent us from going back to sleep in the middle of the night. You know, there are multiple other reasons, but these are two of the the kind of most common that I see. So if you're listening to this and thinking, yes, this is me, I want to give you some practical action steps that you could try this week. So firstly, if it takes you ages to get to sleep in the evening, the first thing that you could try is introducing an evening routine not a bedtime routine. I know I sound like a broken record on this one, but a bedtime routine where you spend like 10, 15 minutes preparing for bed just might not be enough if you really struggle to get to sleep. So you could try an evening routine instead. Try that for a week. See if it makes any difference to you. 
Now, if you're waking in the night and thinking about work, then this can lead up to a buildup of negativity around your job. And this is the kind of loop that you get in. The frustration you feel about waking in the night because you're now worrying about work and that, then that gets projected back onto your work and then that can make you feel more negative about work and then you end up in a cycle of negativity about you think about work in the night and then that means you're not sleeping so that's making you frustrated and then that frustration plays back into into being directed at your work and then that makes you more frustrated about work and then the more frustrated you are about work the more you think about it at night and oh it's good getting this horrible loop and it leads people to feeling really powerless and stuck and so you're going round and round it so it can feel really good to try and break this cycle by just taking a step back taking back control of some of this and calming down this frustration so here's like one simple exercise to try if this is you just try this one simple exercise to start the process of calming the frustration and reversing this sort of feeling of disempowerment so take a pen write down three things today that you've achieved at work they don't have to be big things just three things that you got done or you were happy with or you made headway with or you really enjoyed then write down the three things you like about your job and if you're thinking i don't like anything about my job there must have been something that attracted you to do that job in the first place. So maybe try and start there and think of three things that you really like. Could be the job itself, could be the place you work, could be the thing you do, could be the people, anything. Again, they don't have to be big things. And then finally, write down three things that you're grateful for in life. And then note down how your work contributes to you being able to have or experience those things that you're grateful for in life. Now, the idea with this exercise is to start to shift the focus from the cycle of negativity that you have around work and to ensure that instead you can generate positive associations, both with work and what you achieve in work, and then also with what your work facilitates in your wider life. And that's because when you start to reverse how you think and feel about work, it generates positive emotions it reduces the frustration and worry and it just starts it's just a really first step to help break that negative cycle that you can get into which can be so disruptive to sleep okay thanks for listening and have a great week thank you for listening i hope you found some value in today's episode if you did and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well then please share with them And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.